You're listening to the Benchwarmers Podcast Network, and this is Put Me In Coach. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Put Me In Coach, presented by the Benchwarmers Podcast Network. I'm Sean Sprout. Joining me, as always, is Matt Takotito Fimbers. How's it going, Matt? Muy bien. Oh, dang it. I messed up. Muy bien, muy bien. I love it. All right. Well, we're finally back, man. We had uh, a little over a month hiatus. We took a month holiday. We did. Uh, completely unplanned. It was full of traveling, uh, um, technical difficulties, scheduling, just everything across the board. But if you really want to know the real reason why, it's if you notice things went dark after Leeds lost 5-1 to Palace. That's true. Sean, that is, that, that's, well, <laughs> we would have come back the following week, potentially two weeks after, but then they turned around and lost 6-1. <laughs> and so I just went into a deep, deep depression. And uh, just, you know, I'm just now coming out of it, uh, even though they just uh, shit the bed and tied 1-1 at home, uh, which every point, we're going to get into. Every point matters for you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, some news just broke, though, which we probably should lead the show with, is that uh, the United States Soccer Federation has actually hired somebody. They've hired a sporting director by the way of Matt Crocker. Uh, formerly of, or most recently, of Southampton, their sporting director. Uh, what what do you know of this guy? Is this a good hire, bad hire, indifferent? What do you think? Uh, it definitely came out of nowhere. Um, what I know just from the name and the team that he was on, um, Southampton, he brought a lot of talent to the club. He found a lot of of, of Sadio Mane. He's the guy who found Sadio Mane, found Virgil van Dijk. Um, and, uh, I mean, back a couple years, maybe five, six, seven years ago, um, Southampton used to be the team that everybody rated because they would always yes. find very, very good talent um, deals before uh, – the bigger clubs could get to some of these these players, and 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 that's really all I know about him. He he he's found a lot of gems and brought him over to Southampton, where they developed him and and sold him on for for big uh, big money. So. Yeah, well, let's talk about his resume a little bit. He's forty eight years old. Um, he's, I believe he's from England. He yeah. was the most recently, like I, we just said, the sporting director of Southampton mm. or director of football operations, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, he did that, um, basically since 2013. And then before that he was still at Southampton, but he was in charge of the Academy program yes. specifically. And you mentioned a couple names that he supposedly found as their Academy director. Mm. There are a couple more. Yeah. Gareth Bale. Yeah. Oxlade Chamberlain, Luke mm-hmm. Shaw, James Ward Prose. I mean, that's just a handful. Uh, and Theo, Theo Walcott. Yes, Theo Walcott. Yeah. So he's got a pedigree, man. And even before that, he was the sporting or academy director for the hometown, his hometown club, uh, Cardiff City. Mm. So he's been uh, around the block. He, he kind of comes. That's how he got Gareth Bale. Right. Yeah, and he kind of comes from that Gareth Southgate kind of coaching tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is a pretty good hire. I, I'm yeah, me, that's a pretty strong resume. That's what he's doing. He does. Uh, does. Does the fact that Southampton is sitting in last place in the Premier League right now and they're struggling I, does that give you any worry? Or I don't think so. I think in in a sense of. Sometimes things just kind of, you need to change. 
with it. Right. And, and really, I mean, Southampton has, even if you look at their team now, it's kind of, mm-hmm. it, it is kind of strange that they're in the position that they're in because they do have loads and loads of talent. That team, when, I mean, I say when, if they get relegated, is going to get straight up rated by uh, teams in different countries, possibly. Um, if if Leeds can stay up, it'll be teams like Leeds and Palace will probably pick a couple, try and pick a couple of those players off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a lot of young talent on that team, and they spent a lot of money in in the the last window to get these players and you know you can look at them and say oh they haven't panned out and this and that but you know it's really hard for a player to adapt in a couple weeks months in the premier league so yeah i I don't think it's a bad hire because i mean the talent is still being found there it's just a, a fact of they've had issues with coaches and and maybe the the talents just not meshed together. I'm I'm looking at Southampton's roster right now. They're pretty young for the most part. They've got a couple of vets, like we mentioned James Ward Prose and we mentioned or Prowse and we mentioned Theo Walcott, but they've got they've got some names mm-hmm. on this roster. Uh, Mohamed Salisu is one that really jumps yep. out. Um, I'm looking for him here. Uh, Paul Onowachu, I think is how you say it, and Che Adams. Like they've got some names. Uh, there's man. a there's a forward from from France that they bought. Uh, M. I think it's Mara. Oh, uh, Seku. Uh, I think it's Seku Sekau Mara. Yeah, yeah, he he is a very promising attacking player. But like I said, it's he came from uh, Ligue 1, and mm-hmm. that's that's a big jump. Sometimes for, for especially as, as young as that guy is, to straight yeah. up make come in and try and make a big difference for a Premier League team. Yeah, yeah. Well, Crocker leaves them. He comes over to the U.S. Soccer Federation. Uh, he's not just going to oversee the men's national yeah, team. It's, it's everything. Yeah, yeah. Which the women's I heard the academy. He's, I heard he's everything. still with Southampton right now. Yeah, he's going to go part-time, part-time with Southampton, part-time with uh, USSF until until, uh, until yeah. August 2nd, until the Women's World Cup, yeah. and then he's going to transition over yeah, full-time. So. I'm totally cool with oh, that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, no issue with he, that. I mean, He can still do what his is, job. Mostly. Yeah, and that's the other part of it is he's going to be moving to Chicago and leaving and there I, full-time. I also think that's a little more of him being respectful to Southampton and not just ditching them in the, the thing that they're in. So right. I think, well, he's been there for 10 yeah, I think years. I think yeah. he's just kind of being a, just kind of the respect that he has for that club. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the player pool's pretty much uh, intact, except for a couple fringe names, like some younger players. So his first order of business, at least on the men's side, is hiring a coach. Or a general team. manager, too, I heard. Right. So... Who do you think is now the favorite? Well, is there a favorite for Crocker? I think it's Jesse Marsh because I think he he was the guy who wanted him to take over Southampton. Right. So that wouldn't right. surprise me at all. I don't know if I'm I okay with that. that. I, I really want them to take their time on the search. See, I'm the opposite. I want them to hurry up and get a name in. I want somebody in as soon as possible. Yeah, but I don't want them to make a mistake. Of just hiring, right. that, that's what I mean by it. you can you can interview a lot of people and still have a, a quick process. Right, yeah, that's true. The Athletic interviewed him already, or Crocker, mm-hmm. I, I may say, and he said that there's already three names on the short list, and it's a very diverse list. So make of that what you so will. Jesse Marsh, I Jose has... Moreno, and <laughs> Pep Guardiola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the big three. Ross Hafenusel. <laughs> I, I think Marsh is probably the favorite, and I think you can probably pencil his name. I would be okay. I am point. okay with it, but I, I just want I want the names to come out. I want I don't want it to be so in the dark like the last process was. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe that's a big change that he'll bring is that clarity. 
Maybe that's going to be one of the first things he said. Maybe he's going to tweet everything out or just, you know, tell the press exactly what he's thinking. Hopefully. Yeah. We don't know. I don't, I don't, I wasn't, I'm not familiar with his like day to day. It's how yeah. been. So I don't know if that's, he was like that or not. Yeah. Well, I guess we're both kind of thinking Jesse Marsh is probably going to be it. Uh, Matt Crocker's in place now. We'll see what he can do. Um, I don't know if we're, there's really much else to that story. He just got hired. Like yeah. it just was made official this morning. Um, and we're recording this on what, April 25th. Yeah. So we've got a long time till August 2nd. So, all right, man, let's jump over to the premier league and the battle that is relegation. Because after this past weekend's games, there's a little more clarity. There's a small gap that was kind of forming between the bottom four, bottom five. Uh, I believe last time we recorded, we picked our three that we thought were going to go down. You still feel pretty good about that? Or do you want to go ahead and make a change? Uh, I, I want to say it's pretty much... With with Wolves beating Palace today, I think that that makes Wolves safe. They're nine nine yeah. from the drop. We're nine from the drop. I think that takes both of us out unless there's a total gigantic collapse, which I don't see. I don't see happening because a lot of these teams down here are, they still got to play each other too. So that takes stuff off of that. It's not like they can all go on a one streak. We still right because we still have to play West Ham. We're going to play Bournemouth again. We're going to play Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple teams right there. Uh, it, it's, it's getting kind of crazy. I don't really know the schedules of these teams. But if I had to guess, I would say West Ham's probably safe. They're sitting at 34, 34. points right now, technically in, but, in, in 14 But that's place. what makes yep. this so crazy, because Everton can win with 28 and bump up to 30, and then West Ham's dragged back in it. Nottingham Forest, right. same thing. So right now we're looking at Everton, Forest, and Southampton. I guess we can all say Southampton's probably gone. Yeah, they're in last place with 24 points. Nottingham Forest, 19th with 27. And then Everton is sitting in 18th with 28. And then you kind of have a logjam of Leicester City, Leeds, yeah. Bournemouth, West Ham, Wolves. So I want to say the I think, real fight is between Leeds, Leicester, Everton, Forest. I agree. Yeah, I think Southampton are done for. We can go ahead and write them in pen. They're, they're getting relegated. Uh, the rest, I'm not sure on. I, I still feel pretty good. I think I said Everton and Leicester City are going down. I said Nottingham Forest is going to survive. I don't feel that great about Nottingham yeah. Forest going up, uh, considering they've lost four of their last five. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I, I don't think Everton are going to do anything. I don't think Leicester is going to get better. They I thought that they were lucky to get a oh, point damn. out at Leeds today. Yeah, got a point. Would have uh, three. Three would have. Taking y'all to thirty-two, that would have been huge. Yeah. That would have been well. Who do y'all have? Such who do y'all have next? Oh, I haven't even looked here. Let's take a look. So there's there. I believe there's three games left on the season. Um, but we actually know a little more than that. So oh god. So we're playing. Leeds are going to play in Bournemouth, uh, Manchester City, Newcastle, West Ham, and Tottenham Hotspur. It's going to be close. Those, those, West, those Ham's, are West Ham's playing good games. right now. West Ham is playing pretty, pretty well. Uh, the only one that is, I think, is a potential three points of that is probably Bournemouth, but that's away. Yeah, and Bournemouth's kind of been unpredictable this season with their wins and losses. Yeah. You're not winning at Man City. You're not winning at home against Newcastle. You could play. Um, you could, if you catch West Ham on a Europa week. You could. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to the last game of the season for Leeds, and that's a at home at Tottenham. I don't think, yeah, and no, I don't know. You never know at Tottenham. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> true, true. I, I'm I'm so going to be, I guess, a little bit of a quote unquote homer, and I'm going to say Leeds are going to survive, even though looking at the schedule, okay, I see. just got instant dread. Let's see who Everton <laughs> has left. So Everton, you're looking at, they have, looks like, Newcastle at home, then they play away at Leicester City, then they have Brighton, uh, Man City at home. I think they're down. 
Yeah, then they have Wolves and Bournemouth. I th- I think that's an easier schedule than what Leeds has. You do? I do, yeah. Like, well, they've got Leicester City and Brighton in there, and Wolves. They also have the worst Premier League road record. They play Leicester Ooh. away, Brighton away, and Wolves away. <laughs> Yeah, all three of those teams I mentioned, they're playing on the road. <laughs> yeah, okay, good point. You play, Man, um, you play Man City at home, but Man City won that title, yeah. so it's not like they're going to... I think I think a lot of these are going to come down to the end of the the last. We're gonna we're gonna be looking at a, a Premier League version of the decision day. Yeah. That's what we're gonna. We be might, and then here, let's see, Leicester City, Leicester City have Leicester you City. You want to pull that one up? Uh, yeah, it looks like they have. Well, we we mentioned they play Everton on uh, May first, and they have Fulham. Uh, Liverpool at home, Newcastle on the road, and then they end the year uh, at home against West Ham. That's tough. Yeah. So then you look at then you look at uh, Nottingham Forest. They're playing Brighton, Brentford, mm-hmm. Southampton, Chelsea, Arsenal, and Palace to end the season. Palace away, so they'll be at Ooh. Selhurst. Okay. I mean. The bottom three teams have a game in hand. They've only played 32 games. So if they walk away with, say two of them walk away with three points, you were looking at potentially Leicester and Leeds down in the relegation zone before we even get to the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to get crazy. It's been, it's been I, really fun to watch. If you're not in it, and we were dragged into it a little bit, but we were still yeah. sitting at 12th, but our points were five points out of it. But now yeah. that we, the first, uh, what is it, five five games from Hodgson with us, he's got us 10 points. Crazy. So, how? Made us super safe, I, th- I feel. The fact, when you guys won five to one, Against Leeds, that pretty much solidified the fact that you guys were going to stay up for me. Yeah. So this is the this is one of the best struggles I've seen in a long time. I think so. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm saying Southampton are going down. I'm gonna say Everton are going down, and I'm saying Leicester are going down. I'm sticking with that. I think Nottingham Forest survives, mm. and I think obviously I think Leeds survive. I think it's going to be these bottom, the bottom three now. So you're going with Southampton, Nottingham Forest, and Everton. You're going to stay in that order then? Forest and Everton might flip-flop. Okay. Now the question is, how long will it take a team that's historically big like Everton to come back up? I think they're going to be right back up. You do? If at minimum, I think they stay one year down. Because they sell everybody. They're going to have to sell everybody. Right. And they don't have any youth academy right now. I think really. with I think so, that with the, but, but with with the, the sales, stadium they're being built. They would have to. Right. The stadium they're being built, they're going. Yes, they're going to sell players. They're going to have to because any team that gets relegated breaks up the team. Forest will they're have a fire sale. They will have a fire sale, but they're Everton are going to be able to buy players. They will. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, getting start putting butts getting in. people to come to the team. Right. I think they will. Yeah. Southampton. I think, they, I think the their same. fans know that. Their fans know that that if they want their team to get back up to the Premier League, they're going to have to go to games. They're going to have to support them. They're not. Oh, they will. That you know, that li- town won't. That town won't yeah. abandon their team. For sure. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be just fine. Uh, do you want to make a brief note on the on the top of the table? We don't really talk about it too much uh, because we, neither of us ever have teams at the top of the table. <laughs> but <laughs> you used to. You used to. Man, yeah, those are those are dark times. We don't we don't talk about those days. So I'd hate to. Uh, uh, I mean, Man City. I think Man City's going to win the league. Well, right now they are in seventy points. They're in second. Arsenal have seventy five points. However. Man City have two games in hand. Two, and two games in hand. And Arsenal play, have dropped and play in one of those games. Correct. Which is right. tomorrow. And Arsenal have which have, is tomorrow. So everybody three. tune in tomorrow 
for Man City. Yeah. So we're recording this uh, on what Tuesday night, the twenty fifth. So they play on the twenty sixth. So hopefully this will be out by then. If not, then uh, you guys can roast us if we get it wrong. I mean, Arsenal but, has a tough, so, tough remaining games. Man City. They do. Chelsea. Arsenal. Newcastle. Arsenal versus Brighton, and then they end on Wolves and or Forest and Wolves. Uh, that's not too bad. I mean, Chelsea are struggling. Wolves have been okay. That's not bright. Brighton have been a lot better. Brighton have been better, Um, but that's not, that's not like a, that's not like an easy schedule. That's not a difficult schedule. That's middle of the road. City got Arsenal, Fulham, West Ham, Leeds, Everton, Chelsea, Brighton, Brentford. So, if but Man City beat Arsenal, but a lot of these Man City are they're going to win out. Yeah, a lot. And uh, you got to remember though, they're playing Real Madrid in the Champions League, right? And then they have the FA Cup final. But that's right. at the end of the season. So, and also Manchester City are probably the deepest team in the league too. They're going to be fine. Yeah. I, if they beat Arsenal, I'm calling it now. They're going to win out. They're I, winning the Premier League. I feel that same way. I, I think they already are. But they have to win. Yeah. They, they, have, to, they have to get all three points against Arsenal for me to feel comfortable about uh, that. And then I think... For sure. I think you're going to see Newcastle stay at three. Okay, they're sitting at fifty nine points. Technically, they're they're tied on points with Manchester United at at three and four. And the surprising Aston Villa with the most points in the Premier League since Unai Emery has been their coach. Uh, I want to say the most for them. No, they trail Man City. Man City is one, and then they're two, picking up the most points since Unai Emery. That's us. Store we probably should have led the show with or gotten close to it. I mean, Unai Emery is what is he doing with this Aston Villa side? Where did this team come from? Did, they were they always have this in them. They were eleventh above us or thirteenth below us when he was hired, and yeah. now they're fifth. They're sitting thirty three games played, sixteen wins, six draws, eleven, and four of those five wins have come in their la- uh, in their last five matches. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. They're killing yeah. it. Yeah. Can, do you see a world in which they can overtake Manchester United or Newcastle? I don't think they're going to overtake Newcastle. Man United's having some problems in the back. I know they have a lot of injuries in that back line. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they play each other, so that's a big tale. Uh, April, th- they do. April 30th. So... They do play each other, and but Manchester United currently has three games yeah, in hand on them. So that's, and they're they're up five points on them. So I don't think so. I think they're going to make their Europa, though. I think so, too. I don't, because the way Tottenham is, I don't think I see... I don't see Tottenham jumping back into the top five race. You have to assume they're going to fall off, right? And that Liverpool is going to kind of jump over them? If you look at the form, yeah. I would say so. I mean, is... I don't know if you watched that last game for Tottenham, <laughs> but that was rough. 5 nothing, 4 nothing, whatever it was, by the 22nd minute. Yeah. An ass whooping of the highest the regard. Biggest. Yeah, all right, man. So we're both going with Man City. Uh, we think Arsenal is going to blow it again. Uh, Newcastle stay in top four, which I think is a pretty big now, story. I, they could be, they could be the team to beat next you, year. Really, do you call Arsenal's season a failure? No, you don't. I don't. I don't. An Arsenal fan might disagree with me. I I don't. If you finish second in the Premier League. You're, well, no, after that's a success. If you're anyone except Manchester City, that's a success. At the top of the table, with nobody threatening you, it feels like all season, and then you collapse. Yeah, I yeah I I see that point, 
but I mean, it's a long season. Uh, where did they finish last year? They were what top six last year. They were in Europa. Maybe fifth. So top two, that's a bump up to, to champions league. It's a success for me. They're playing champions league football next year. Mm -hmm. And that's really at the end of the day, what they should care about. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. All right, moving on. Uh, let's bring it stateside with some MLS action. Uh, did you get a chance to watch any of the games over the past weekend? I know your uh, FC Dallas did, did not, not have the results that you were looking we for. We did not. I blame the baseball fields. I, you know what? Always blame the baseball fields. Uh, so <laughs> that uh, that's always a good rule. Uh, so Dallas lose to NYCFC on the road. In where did they play? Which baseball stadium did they play in? City Field, I believe, yeah, this yeah. time. It's uh, a little bit bigger. So it's a little bigger, but still they not said, technically quote unquote. They were saying we don't want to make excuses after the game, but it was kind of hard to play on that pitch when it's so condensed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So dropped points. However, Dallas are still in a really good place. Um, still still in fourth. fourth. Still in, in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, some other notes around the league. Uh, Charlotte wins at home against Columbus. Cincinnati beats Portland 2-1. to one. Montreal somehow gets a win <laughs> over a, a struggling Red Bull New York side. Uh, Kansas City has yet to record a win in the regular season and lose, loses to New England Revolution. Kansas City has scored three goals on the season, and the St. Louis in me is loving every moment of that. Uh, DC United go on the road and beat Orlando. Your former Crystal Palace man, I, miss him. I wish he just played a, for us. Just, dude, a beautiful we need, goal. Beautiful goal. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but he took the ball down basically on his chest and yeah. his knee, basically did like a little dribble and then to his right hand side on he's, a volley. Beautiful. He beautiful skied goal. those with us. <laughs> well, it changes in DC. You know, once you have Wayne Rooney as your head coach, it kind of just starts to flow <laughs> off of Wayne into anybody else on the roster. Uh, Philly United get a much needed win over Toronto and in uh, Insigne and Bernadeschi. Uh, they win four to two. I'm going to kind of run through them, of course, here. Uh, Houston won nothing over Miami. Houston looks sneaky good this year. I know you're probably not a fan no, of they, that. They do. They do look uh, really good. All the text. Well, yeah, I was going to say all the Texas teams are good, but mm, there's one that doesn't. We're going to get to that. Uh, he, or Na excuse me, Nashville and LAFC tie one one. That's kind of a, a strange uh, result. Uh, Colorado and St. Louis tied one one. Uh, Salt Lake beat San Jose three to one. LA Galaxy get their first win of the season over the uh, aforementioned Austin two nothing, and Seattle beat Minnesota one nothing, and then the Sunday game. Atlanta United beat the Chicago Fire 2-1. to one. We briefly mentioned Dallas uh, losing to New York City. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, or do you have a game of these that you want to highlight? Uh, I'll, I'll briefly talk about it. It was a bad – it was it. a stinker for us. We did have some chances. Uh, the keeper for NYCFC – Made a lot of good saves, um, especially when it was one nothing. We had multiple chances to bring ourselves back into the game, but you know, in the end, you're going to have these games where you're where you just can't bring it together, and you might. And and yeah. it's on the road, so you know, I'm kind of okay with it. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna stink it up, stink it up on the road, for sure. Especially in a field. That like we like we just mentioned in the, a little earlier, that's significantly smaller than every other field in the league. How MLS still allows them to play on baseball no fields idea. just blows my mind. Uh, so yeah, I don't get it. Uh, you know we didn't look good, but you know our goal differential still won. We still have fourteen points. We're top four uh, teams above us. LAFC have eighteen. You and St. Louis and Seattle have both 19 points, so it's mm -hmm. still relatively close up, up there, you know. Yep. MLS is a long season. Uh, Dallas will probably hang around that four or five, three spot all season, uh, you know. I think so. So, 
but I really like the uh, Galaxy winning <laughs> against Austin. Oh, I bet. I bet. And and yeah. I because Austin looks terrible, I man. To love watching Toronto not be good after they've spent so much money on all these super brilliant players coming over. I know all in all that's yep, probably they just not made good another trade today. But uh, let's talk about this Austin loss. Let's talk about it because LA or excuse me, LA Galaxy get their first win of the year over Austin. It was not pretty either side of the ball for yes. either team. Uh, Bright spot though in the Galaxy team teach- that I that I really noticed uh, the young center back Neil that got a call up for the national team not too long ago. Mm-hmm. He is so calm on the ball for being what, 19 years old. Yeah. He's a U.S. Uh, youth international as well. Um, he's gotten a call. I think he has a call up or two with the, uh, with the senior team yeah. too yeah. at this point. So he's, he's one to look out for the future. Uh, Jalen yeah. Neal, I mm-hmm. believe is his name. Good player. Um, one of the few bright spots yeah. for galaxy this year. Uh, Chicharito, I think this was his uh, second start since he's been injured. He does get a goal. He scored in the 54th minute. Uh, Ricky Poosh, who is just so fun to watch. He's he's probably one of the most uh, entertaining players on the ball Agreed. in the league. He scores in the 64th minute. And that was it because Austin did not do a lot to threaten. Zardes had a couple chances and none of them were really too threatening. Uh, Austin that's all she wrote and dead. Like they do not look. Yes. They had the chance last year. Everything fell together. They scored all these late goal equalizers, all these late goal winners. I knew that I knew there was some sort of fall, but like I said, it's a long season. They can pick it back up. They're sitting in 11th, though, and that makes me smile and happy. <laughs> right now, that's that's missing out on the playoffs in the expanded playoff yeah. format. Last year, Austin outperformed their XG more than any team. And the at the right league. time, too. And, so, and that's where the whole bonus game thing came into play, right? That eventually they're going to regress towards the means, and they yeah. didn't last year. They, they vastly overperformed. And I, I bit into the hype with my preseason predictions. I had them basically finishing first. I had Driussi winning MVP. I thought this was going to be uh, Austin's sophomore, no, 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 junior year, and they were just going to run it. And Driussi right? doesn't look anything like the player that he was. No, not at all. Not at all. I don't know if that's just MLS teams have had two years to game plan for him. Or if it's just something with him, maybe he has a knock, or I, I don't know what it is, but he's not—he's not the same player. Yeah, not even not close. Even close. Um, but back back to this particular game, uh, Galaxy had over sixty-three percent possession. Uh, a lot of that is is Ricky mm-hmm. Bouch because he just demands the ball and and everywhere on the field he plays six different positions at one time. He covers so much. Uh, ground. They outshot. I all of the ground. I would be curious to see the heat map for him compared to the other tens or the other really more like yeah. eights in the league, and and just see how much ground he actually. Because I'd covers. be watching the game, and like I, you were that, saying, I guess he, that's he'd that. Be in the middle, he'd drift right, and then he'd go left, and he's back, back, yes, right and left, and back in the middle. Just movement off yep. the ball is insane. He, he, he never stops. He's constantly moving, and he he is the offensive threat for the Galaxy. And, and like, I know what you're saying, like, oh, Chicharito and Jovali, like, they, they're on the team too, but it's like they are not getting the ball if Ricky mm-hmm. Pooj is not involved. Chicharito does not create goals no. for himself. He needs someone else to create that, and it's all Ricky Pooj because they have no development. Finish. They have no good play from their wingers. The box and, and all that, but... Those those type yeah. of forwards need need to be fed. Need service. Yeah, they they need service. Uh, and Ricky Pooch is probably the guy to do that. The only problem is, is because he is playing six positions <laughs> at once. The moment he vacates space, if they lose the ball, the other team, if you're not named Austin, is just yeah. pouncing on that space. 
and that's how Galaxy just keep getting and their over their backline is not good. Even though I just gave shout out to the young center back, their backline is terrible. Well, you even said yeah. he's what nineteen. If you're playing a nineteen year old center back in this league, your things are not going well. You're you're not going to perform that great. You're not going to get points out of most games. You're you're throwing a 19 year old in there knowing he's going to make a ton mm-hmm. of mistakes. That's yep. just how it is, right? So I don't. Do, do you think it's so early and it's so easy to make the playoffs in MLS? Are Galaxy a playoff team? No. No, you don't think they're going to finish mm-hmm. in the top nine. I mean, just just from Where watching eight them? games. No, there's no way. They just they don't look good at all. Um, do you think they just miss? Do you think that they're going to well, drop near wooden spoon no, contention? Depends on what they do in the the summer window. Oh, they can't. They can't, they can't make any moves right. during the summer because of sanctions. Yeah, they got in trouble. They got their. You know, they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. So they they cannot make any I roster changes gonna, in the summer they transfer might jump window. Colorado, because Colorado's terrible. Sporting Kansas, they look good. Colorado looks good lately in their yeah. last three, though. Sporting Kansas City looks bad, and I don't know what's going on with that team because I think they're just. They, it's old. They're just aging. You know, you can say all you want, but what is it? Johnny Russell? He's in. He's Johnny Russell. Yeah. He, the Scottish. I know he's having injury problems and his game is explosiveness, quickness, speed. And you lose that at a certain time. And yeah, they sport kids. So I, I would say if LA can, somehow pull it together and go on a little bit of a run, they could finish 11th or 10th. Okay, so you have them um, missing out just by a couple of I don't know how many points. They, are, that, they only have six points, points right now. They're in, they're in 13th. Within. But, but I mean... I don't even... Well, with this new playoff format, I don't even know. What is that, 30-ish points? 35 points? Who, I, so it's I'm so hard to say right now. St. Louis, y'all are probably going to make the playoffs. Just, I don't see anything messing up the way y'all doing. You know, you could drop to maybe like the yeah. the four or something. Uh, Seattle is mm-hmm. going to be Seattle. LAFC is going to LAFC. Dallas is going to stay in that area there at San Jose's. Does look good. San Jose could move yeah. me. Uh, Dallas and San Jose could be fighting for that four. Five the entire season. Um, okay. Same with surprisingly Houston. They could be us. Mm-hmm. Us. We could all be fighting for that four, five, six. Minnesota will probably stay around where they are. Vancouver might drop. Portland might rise. Austin's got the ability to rise because they got nice players. Um, Salt Lake might fall off. I just don't see the Galaxy having enough. You look at their team, yeah, they have nice team uh, players and stuff on paper. But mm-hmm. look at the age of them, though. They still have Douglas Costa. He's been useless. He's yeah, barely playing. Uh, yeah. One of their center backs is a Uruguayan. Uh, international, but he, he made a <clears throat> mm-hmm. he was a really good in Serie A. He played for Juventus. He played for Florentina. Um, I think it's Caceres. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks mm-hmm. terrible yeah. in the MLS because he's what, like 35, 36? Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> I think so. I think he's 35. you got to realize that that's not the way that the MLS is anymore bringing these aging players is right. going to hurt your team financially and on the field. I'm going to say the Galaxy are going to sneak in as the ninth seed. They're going to promptly get booted okay. in the play-in game. Uh, 
I, I think Minnesota and Vancouver are going to uh, drop off pretty soon, sooner than later. Minnesota right now uh, is undefeated yeah. on the road, three wins and two draws. And I just, that's not yeah, a thing that'll, in MLS. That'll definitely so fall at off. some point, really that's going to stop. But yeah, what Minnesota's that's really good at, and why their record's so good on the road is they're really good at just saying, "Hey, we're going to sit in that low block, and we're going to try and hit you." Well, that's and how they Dallas, beat St. So. Louis, but that's not going to work. It that's not going to that's not no, how it's no, going to no. work against every team, though. There are teams that yeah. are going to be able to break that down. Yeah, uh, St. Louis can break that down. That that's how you beat St. Louis is you sit in a low block and you just transition, but. Uh, so I'm going to say Minnesota do drop off. Vancouver is going to drop off. I don't have a lot of faith in them this year, unfortunately, although I do really like uh, Santini, their coach. Um, so I'm going to say the Galaxy get in. But Ken, you mentioned it very briefly, and I do want to talk about them just just for a moment. Uh, Kansas City, is Peter Vermees on his way out? I mean, I think he should have been on his way out last year, but they gave him the keys to the city. They gave him after after a losing season. They gave him a contract yeah. extension of five years. It's terrible. So, for those who don't know, Peter Vermees has been at Sporting Kansas City with what feels mm-hmm. like forever. What 10, 13 years or something along those lines? It's been forever. He is not only the head coach; he's also their sporting director. So they have just aging aging players all over the field. Um, I think Matt Doyle on extra time said it best as they haven't signed a, a quality yeah. center back in 13 Since, years. What is it? Uh, Par? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Para. Yeah. So they have, they have three points. They've yet to get a win. I'm, I don't think Vermees makes it to <sighs> June. Wow. <clears throat> Because I don't think they – I think by June they're going to have maybe okay. two wins. Let's see. Yeah, they got tough. Not yeah. a lot of faith in Kansas City for me. And it's just going to make you so happy. It's going to make me so – they play St. Louis three times this year. That does not count potential uh, meetups in the Open Cup, which could be coming and- as early as next week. Dallas fans will be so happy to see it too because we've created a pretty nice little hatred rivalry with them as as it's gone on. There's always yes. always gritty and dirty and Vermees always crying about everything, throwing temper tantrums like a little baby in a candy store. Listen listen to this uh schedule that they have up until June. So they do play Montreal next week at home. That could potentially be their first win of the season. Uh they play Seattle on the road, then Minnesota at home and we just talked about how Minnesota is undefeated uh, away. LAFC on the road, St. Louis on the road, and then they're back home for Portland and Dallas. That could be all losses. That could be all losses with maybe just a couple draws in there. I do think they, they win next week Montreal. against Montreal. Mm-hmm. You're going to say that definitively. Lock You're going to say that. Okay. Okay. Lock it in. Lock it in. I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> uh, of all of they've those, do you think that goals. Team, if they've you had to pick goals. one, I know Montreal. They've only scored three goals. I know Montreal. They only scored, scored three goals. Five. They've only scored three goals. Where are the goals going to come yeah. from? You're nine. You're nine games. I don't know. And you've only scored three goals. They're not beating. They're yeah. not beating Montreal. I love it. <laughs> if if there's a win in those seven-ish games, who who is it? Is it uh, away in Seattle, uh, home against Minnesota, away LAFC and or St. Louis, and then home against uh, Portland and Dallas? Say it again. So uh, away no. at Seattle, uh, home against Minnesota. That would be the one. That's it. Okay. So their, so their first win, you say, is going to come May 13th. That's week 12. <laughs> or it might be a draw. <laughs> the only one they get points from. I love that. I love that so much. I mean, cool. just going off Well, of all right. Well, you heard it here first. Wooden spoon favorites. At this point... 
Yeah, I would say that they kind of they have to be. Um, Red Bull don't look very good. I guess you could probably throw them into the wooden spoon mix. Um, there's some other teams. Uh, we just mentioned Montreal. Miami yeah. has lost six straight. They, well, they're, they have two wins, six losses, and those six losses are all in a row. It depends. Is Messi yeah. coming or not? If Messi does not show up, Neville will get fired around the same time Vermees does, which, like I said, is before June. <laughs> uh, I also think Gerhard Struber for Red Bull New York is probably going to get canned before July. I think we're going to see some major coaching turnover happening pretty soon. I think, uh, uh, oh my God, I can't think of his name. Uh, Hernan Losada for Montreal. I think he could be gone. Uh, by uh, what about Josh Wolf in July? Josh Wolf is going nowhere. I think Josh Wolf's make the job. Playoffs. I think Austin could lose every game from here on. Austin could lose every game from here now, and I don't think Josh Wolf is going to get fired. I think he'll last a season, but if they don't make the playoffs, I can see him getting it. I think I don't. I think that they will give him one more year. I think that they legit they could not make the playoffs this season, and if they start zero and five. Oh, two and three, you know, whatever to start next season. That's whenever he gets goes on the hot seat. Watch them <laughs> fire him tomorrow now because I said that. <laughs> All right, man, let's go ahead and move on because uh, there were some U.S. Open Cup matches today. Um, and I know we were kind of dogging on Kansas City for not having a regular season win and potentially not getting one for the next few weeks. They did win today. They got a uh, U.S. Open Cup win. St. Louis got an Open Cup win. Minnesota. Um, did you did you get a chance to check in on any of the games? Did you get a chance to watch them? Do you have an early favorite for the U.S. Open Cup? What are your overall thoughts? I did not have a chance. I haven't had a chance to watch much. A lot of these games are on when I'm trying to put kids to bed and then my wife's <laughs> not. Uh, she works nights, so. She's not going in. She's not going in early this week, or or uh, she went in one last week. But so we're taking this time to to catch up on shows and stuff, spending some some time. We're watching well, White Lotus right now, season two. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's if I turned we, on we the that, that's a good game, one. But you uh, can imagine the stairs going in the. Yeah, the hell, there'd be hell to pay. <laughs> so there were there were good games, kind of like I mentioned. Um, just give you a really quick rundown of just though. some of the games that were MLS teams were involved in. Okay, okay. So the, just some of the ones that were MLS was involved. Charlotte beat South Georgia four to one. Minnesota went on the road to Detroit City, won three to one. New England two to one at home against Hartford. St. Louis won five to one against uh, Omaha, the aka the Owls. Kansas City scored the same amount of goals tonight against Tulsa as they have in the entire regular season. They won 3-0. And right now, actually just finished, just went final. As we're recording, we have a cup set. We have a cup set. Monterey Bay beat San Jose Earthquakes Hmm. 1-0 at home. I want to see this lineup that Sporting KC put out. They went... Ooh, what? (laughs) <laughs> Alan Polito starting. Shalloway starting. Shalloway started. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they yeah. threw out a lot of the big guns. Confidence built. They did. So is that? I, I mean, I guess that's the result of the match day for the Open Cup because of how how much they were struggling. Yeah. Oh yeah, they started Fontas. They started Shalloway. Oh, they 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 started a couple. They. They they put Pulse Camp in goal. A uh, couple names I actually do not recognize for them. Um, yeah, else. okay. They yeah. they rotated a I'm bit. I'm looking for my uh, yeah my favorite yeah. um USL championship team or USL one team, which is uh, I can't. I gotta see it. I just love the logo. Forward Madison. <laughs> um, uh, with the no uh, the flamingos in, in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Madison, Wisconsin, <laughs> home of the flamingos. As as you know, I don't, everybody I don't see FC yeah. Dallas. That is that is one of the better logos. 
Uh, Dallas are going to be in the next round based on seeding, so they have not mm. been chosen for a matchup yet. And the next draw, speaking of, is this Thursday, the 27th. Uh, you can watch that on uh, the Bleacher Report YouTube channel for the next round draw, uh, which I still think is regional, by the way. So we have an opportunity, Matt, where FC Dallas could potentially play St. Louis okay. in the U.S. Okay. Open Cup in the next round. Let's see. So we'll see. That could be big. That could be big. Um, that was all of our topics. See, I think we talked about Matt Crocker. We talked about the Premier League relegation. We hit MLS. We hit U.S. Open Cup. Um, do you have... Anything you want to talk about, man? Any final thoughts, uh, soccer-related or not? What you got for me? Well, sad day in my household. We're about to have our third kid. And if you're on my video screen ever, you know, I used to have flags up all in the room, blah, blah, blah. I'm just shooting my camera around it now. Oh, everything. All my banners, all my scarves taken down because we're about we're about to get this room painted. This is turning into this is turning into the baby you room. You got booted, didn't so you? So I lost You lost your boot room. Yep, the boot room becomes a baby room. My TV man cave room. TV comes down on Friday in here. So <laughs> pretty soon. Pretty soon we're going to have a new intern at the Put Me In Coach crew. So congratulations, <laughs> Mazel Tov. I know. I, I apologize I walk about around your room. With a sad, sad <laughs> face, and she just looks at me and laughs. I'm, too, I'm like, I, I just feel like I'm not going to have anywhere to go. So. <laughs> well, you're going to be, you're already outnumbered. You're going to be outnumbered again. <laughs> so good luck with that, man. All right, good. Uh, good to talk to you, man. Good to finally see your face after a month of you know not being able to. Also, record. let's get these out uh, to the masses, to the people who have been messing with us on Twitter, asking where the episode was. Absent of recording, um, we did win the over thirties men indoor championship. So yes, shout out to shout yes. out to our Autobot, our over thirty. If they uh, listen to this. Shout out to Autobots FC. We, we run it up at men's over 30 up at uh, Blue Sky Indoor or Toka Indoor <laughs> if you're feeling nasty. So shout out to Autobots FC. Let's go. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Everybody have a great night. Uh, enjoy tomorrow. the US Open Cup. There's more matches tomorrow. And enjoy endless action over the weekend. Catch them all. Got to catch them all. Bye. All right, guys. Have a good night. Bye.